Good evening, Island Church. It's Friday, November the 6th. We're so thankful that you've tuned in today. We trust this teaching is helping you, will help deliver you, help bless you, touch your life in such a way that uh, the panic, the anxiety, and the anger of life uh, you can be free of and live in the peace of God. The Bible says that peace of God is like a garrison around our mind, that it passes all understanding. That literally means when you don't have any reason to have peace, you'll have peace. And that's the will of God for your life. Listen, we can go through all this crazy stuff that's going on. We can go through it. We can be believers. We can f be full of joy. We can keep our song, our victory, our confession, and we can make uh, a difference and people seeing what it's like to really live for God and live in His peace. Now, we've dealt with panic and anxiety, uh, the first two. Now, we're dealing with anger. Let me read again the, the definition of anger. It's a strong feeling of displeasure and antagonism. Antagonism is defined by an opposition of a conflicting force, a tendency or, or a principle uh, actively uh, expressed in opposition. Now, remember this. Anger creates friction. You know, in all of our vehicles, we put oil, and oil keeps our motor from burning up. And one of the things that the emotion of anger does is it creates friction. It creates friction between you and a spouse, you and a coworker, you and a boss. It can, it can, even, it can even create friction between you and somebody that you don't even know. I've seen people, you, you listen to interviews and different things that went on around that election, people so angry at, at President Trump. People so angry, they don't even know them. They don't even know them. They just know what is said by them and said about them, but it causes anger. Then we begin to look at a greater depth of anger that comes from hurt and how anger is that band-aid, that, that sudden release of emotion, that sudden flare that once that hurt in some way touched or manipulated in any way, it causes that emotion to rise up. And, and a lot of people... Many times when you sit down and talk to people about hurt in their life and you go back and you begin to define, you know, there was a divorce, uh, there was a, a child loss, there was a bankruptcy in a business, uh, whatever it was, whatever it was, they don't make the connection. They say, well, I don't really see the connection uh, of that pain or that hurt in my life. But there is. It's like having some disease on the inside that's manifesting something on the outside, a, a sore of some kind. Uh, I've heard that, that people with one particular disease many times will get sores that won't heal up, and they do all kinds of things to try to get them healed, but they just won't heal up. That's because you don't need to deal with the sore. You need to deal with what's going on on the inside. You say, well, the, uh, on the inside, it's my, it's my pancreas, but why, why, do I have a, why do I have a sore? Why do I have a sore in my elbow? Well, it's because you need to deal with something on the inside. And it's the same way with pain and hurt that we go through. It has to be dealt with. It has, to, let me say it like this. It has to be put into the master's hands. There should be nothing in your life that you hold to yourself. And you say, I'm going to hang on to this. I'm going to deal with this. I've seen it in many areas. People, uh, I've seen people go through bankruptcies and they hang on to the, to the idea of the, what should have been the success of their business. Then they think about it over and over and over. But, oh, they were robbed. I watched my grandfather. My grandfather on my mother's side was like that. He was in the oil business. He was with a friend. They got an idea. His friend stole it from him. And he lived in anger his whole life. 
He drank to try to cover it up. He lived violently trying to cover it up. But he lived, literally lived in anger his whole life. And the thing about that is, is that that one incident of that one guy hurting him so deeply by betraying his trust, by betraying his friendship, by doing that to him, that man still lived in his life, his whole life, because of that anger. We looked at different scriptures in Proverbs and Ecclesiastes that talked about how foolish it is to embrace and to hold on to it, not to allow it to affect our lives. And then we talked about engaging. Now, Ephesians chapter 4, a very familiar portion of scripture. Let me read it here in the King James. I'm going to read it in the Amplified and in my Passion Bible because I believe all three uh, will help you to understand. Uh, beginning there in verse, uh, let me find it here. Beginning there in verse 25, it says, Wherefore, uh, putting away lying, speak every man the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. That means we affect each other. We have an effect on each other. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath, which is another level up from anger. That is literally you acting out or acting upon your anger. It says, neither give place to the devil, which referring to the, to the scripture before, it means if you give place to your anger, if anger goes to rage, if anger goes to wrath, you've given place to the devil. He's taken you over. You're saying things you shouldn't be saying, doing things you shouldn't be doing. Don't listen. Don't let your emotions be a playground for your adversary. He is only coming to your life to is to steal, to kill, to destroy. Don't hang on to that memory. Let it go. Let God hear, heal you so that you can let go of whatever. Let go of the pain of that divorce. Let go of the disappointment of that bankruptcy. Let go of the memory of, of that child or that loved one that passed. Even I've, I've seen people that lost a brother or a sister, lost it uh, very violently in a wreck or someone killed in war or something like that. And that anger that's on the inside of them. We see that many times in, in, in post-traumatic stress from soldiers. They lose their friends on the battlefield. The deep pain of, of having a, a fellow soldier that you've trained with and go, gone to war with and he dies in your arm and in some far off nation and, and there, and there the, the life just ebbs. Listen, you talk about pain. That's pain. That's hurt. And we try to treat our veterans with all these drugs and this. What they need is Jesus to heal the broken heart. Let Jesus. You let him be your savior. You've let him be the baptizer in the Holy Ghost. You've let him be all these. Let him be the one that takes the pain of the hurt and the disappointment of your life. Now, let me read it here again in the, uh, let me read it in the uh, Amplified. Let me find it here. It says, uh, when angry, do not sin. Do not ever let your wrath or your exasperation or your fury or your indignation last until the sun goes down. Leave no such room or foothold for the devil. Leave no opportunity for him. Listen to it in the, in the Passion Bible. But don't let the passion of your emotions lead you to sin. Don't let anger control you or be the fuel for, for revenge. Not even a day. Don't give the slanderous accuser, the devil, an opportunity to manipulate you. Did you know that's what the devil does with your anger? Based on the hurt of your life, he takes your anger 
and he knows just how to push your buttons. He knows just how to manipulate you. You end up doing things you wish you wouldn't have done, saying things you wish you wouldn't have said. I've watched people come to the church, be so blessed. One little thing happened, their anger flares and in a rage, they just walk out, quit the church, mad, upset at me. I'm telling you, it's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. Let God heal you. I don't care how many times you've been disappointed. I don't care how deep the hurt or pain may be. Jesus is the master surgeon, and he can go deep into your heart, and he can cut that pain. He can cut that anxiety. He can take that panic. He can get that anger out of your life. Now, an unusual revelation in this scripture. King James says it just as plain as any. Be angry and sin not. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Well, what is that about? I begin to pray and I begin to seek the Lord. This was years ago, dealing in, with my own anger. And I begin to say, Lord, now why, why would you put something like, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Don't, don't, don't stay angry all day long, carry it over into the next day. Now think about that for a minute. The Lord took me over into the book of Genesis. After the flood, there in chapter 8, the Bible says as long as the earth remained, uh, there's seed time and harvest, hot and cold, summer and winter, uh, day and night shall not cease. Now we know the principle of seed time and harvest. Obviously, anger and rage and all of that is a seed. The uh, best way to say it is like this. Anger and rage and wrath is a seed produced by the bitter weed of that pain or that hurt that rises up in your life. So if you take it beyond a 24-hour period, that means, you know, you're angry on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It takes you to Thursday to get over that. What you've done is after Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you've sown seed. You've sown the seed of anger into a coworker, into a spouse, into someone else, that seed is being sown. The, the place where I've seen it in manifestation, that, that I've never seen a, a phenomenon like this in my life. Dealing with a, a husband and wife, dealing with, uh, this has happened several times to my wife and I, Leah and I, and dealing with them and, and them being so angry at one another because they've hurt each other so much. Don't hurt your wife. Don't hurt your husband. Deal with those things. Get the Word of God involved in those things. Speak the Word of God over each other and get healed of your hurt and you won't have anger in your marriage. But they would be so angry at each other. Now, their hurt would be so deep. But they would have small children. Little three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old. And in one particular case I'm thinking of, that as we were counseling with them, talking about their marriage, the, 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 the husband said to me, Pastor, I, I have a question I need to ask. I, I don't understand this phenomenon. I don't know what's going on. But my little five-year-old boy, I mean, since this has been happening, they are, he is in a rage. I've never seen such an angry child. He goes off into a fit. He lays on the floor. He doesn't obey his mother. He doesn't obey me. He's always, always angry. Let me tell you why. You've sown the seed in him. You've put the seed. He's heard your arguments. He's seen your words. Now, that, not only that, you've created an atmosphere of anger in your household. That's literally the atmosphere in which the seed of anger can go into the smallest child. It can go from a husband into a wife. It is seed time and harvest, and those seeds get deposited into people. Next thing you know, they're sharing in your hurt and manifesting your anger. And you wonder, how is this going on? It just seems like a, seems like a tidal wave coming over on me. 
You've got to stop it yourself. You can't sit around and say, well, I believe someday God's going to intervene. You've got to intervene. You don't need for somebody to bring some great intervention into your life. You must engage with the principles of faith and authority that will get you over and get you into the victory. So let's just simply define it like this. You've got to find the word, dig in the word. So, well, pastor, give me the scriptures. No, you get them. You dig in the word. You find the scriptures that, that relate to your situation. I can give you, you know, Jesus is the healer of the broken heart. Be angry and sin not. We can talk. Why don't you dig for your own revelation? Then it will become real to you. If I just give it to you, if I just give, well, you're the pastor. You're supposed to get, just give it to me. No, I'm supposed to teach you how to search, how to knock, how to ask, how to find that answer, and then do what? Saturate yourself in it. I mean, just begin by saying, God, nothing's impossible with you. That's over in the book of Luke chapter 1. Nothing's impossible with you. I've lived with this hurt for 20 years. This pain has been in my life. I've been an angry individual. My anger has got me in all kinds of trouble, embarrassed me, done all kinds of things in my life. But you said in your word, nothing is impossible with you. So I'm going to put this in your hands. I'm going to ask for the guidance of the Holy Ghost. I confess it now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, you're in me, you're upon me. Guide me into the word of God. Show me and give me scripture that I can hang my faith on that's going to heal my hurt. It's going to get rid of anger in my life. If you'll do that, you'll see very quickly God is faithful to his word. The Holy Ghost is faithful to his ministry. Remember, he is your counselor. He is your strengthener. He is your standby. He is your comforter. He is your helper. He is your intercessor. He is your advocate. He will go to work so quickly to help heal your heart, to get rid of the panic, to get rid of all of that emotional baggage that you carry, to get the anger out of your life. My life right now is a testimony to being delivered from anger and being healed of the pain and hurt of such incredible disappointment that the enemy thought he had me and could kill me and ruin the rest of my life. But God rescued me and God delivered me, and I'm here to testify to you, it works. Engage against the panic. Engage against the anxiety. Engage against the anger, and Jesus will set you free. Let me pray. I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, those that are watching this, I ask in the name of Jesus that what we've taught in these four short lessons will inform and inspire and give them an incentive, a great big want to. I pray for them that they will want to be free. For who the Son sets free is free indeed. You said if we continue in your word, we are your disciples indeed. We will know or experience the truth and the truth will set us free. Hallelujah. I speak freedom over every person that needs to be delivered from panic, anxiety, and anger. We will not live under the dictate of these negative emotions when God has provided such a freedom for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Hope to see you on church Sunday morning, 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. We love you in Jesus' name.